Welcome to Urban Principle, leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAndersonConsulting.com. And now here's your host, Brett Anderson. Hello and welcome to another podcast. And this episode is on classroom coaching visits. And in the past, we've discussed uh, lesson plans and how not to use those as a compliance tool and came up with alternatives to see what's really going on in the classrooms. And I talked about the Friday focus and the use of look-fors weekly to motivate staff. And another thing that we could include in that now are coaching visits, Uh, classroom coaching visits. And from 2012 to 2017, I I was a member of our district coaching team, and I helped coach over 300 administrators every year on how to coach and promote classroom instructional learning. Uh, My coaching partner was uh, Dr. Christina Warner, who is now a principal, and we were an excellent team and worked really well together. And we trained under Kathy Kennedy, who is a a consultant and a former assistant superintendent. He had a really good way of uh, coaching staff and coaching teachers in instruction. And as a principal, you are an instructional leader And as such, coaching is a great way to promote effective strategies in your building and in your classrooms. And your building leadership team can develop, decide, and even figure out what you're going to coach on. And it's usually strategies. And usually those strategies are part of your school improvement plan. Things you're wanting to see targeted a little bit. In our building, I already always had the, what we considered our high yield strategies. And the things I usually promoted were clear learning targets, uh, the gradual release framework that modeled shared, guided, and independent learning, and descriptive feedback, and checking for understanding, and readjusting the learning, and making sure the concepts were understood by all. I mean, those were all things that were usually strategies we had built into our school improvement plan that was actually built uh, through what the staff and all of us kind of had a consensus on what we needed to do based on our data. So that all came through that course. And the coaching, or the coaching culture has to be uh, a well-established. You can't just all of a sudden say, I'm going to start coaching in classrooms, and uh, your staff's wondering why this person's in the classroom, why is your principal in the classroom, and what is he doing. And I mean, you have to have a culture of trust for the best results and why you're coaching and what you're trying to do. And it has to be kind of built in. I was always doing look-fors, so since I was doing weekly visits for my Friday focus and for look-fors, it was pretty natural when I started coaching because it was very similar. It was almost the same thing. I was still going into classrooms. I was still talking to kids. I was still asking what they're working on, what their learning targets were. They were always anxious to show me what they were doing. The difference was I started looking at more on some things, uh, strategies that I wanted to see the teachers do more of and maybe how I could help them with some of those strategies and maybe some things that they were doing really well that I learned from them and could even add to that or even find some more research on making it even more effective or some things that I could share with them. So treating the teachers like the professionals and getting into the classrooms, that's the most important piece. And uh, the format... It just depends. There's a lot of different coaching formats you can use. Uh, Mine was usually tied to the strategies that we're trying to promote in the building. And we promoted that targeted strategy. And 
the teachers were well aware of the things that I was looking for in the classrooms. So it was shared at uh, in-services and staff meetings. So it wasn't a surprise thing that I was trying to surprise them on what to see what they're doing. And I, I wanted to encourage the use of that strategy. And I've always seen coaching as a way to generate dialogue around instructional practice and that uh, in effective instructional practice at that. I mean, it's important to give feedback and our district used a format that I kind of described before where they would, uh, we'd give a positive and then we'd explain the importance of a strategy and then we'd tie that strategy to a research. That was one of the things uh, Kathy Kennedy taught us to do. And then there's a, a lot of different materials we use by people like Jim Knight and other coaches I'll talk about pretty soon here. But we developed uh, kind of an outline tool as a district. And that tool was kind of the format that we used. And it was very similar to what I just explained. And then we used iPads and we used a Surface laptop for a while. And the tool evolved and we had a dashboard. And the dashboard, you could review the data around your frequency, um, what the time of day you were going in, how many different rooms, the things you were seeing in the classroom. Uh, the release framework was built into it, so you had that modeled, shared, guided, and independent. There was descriptive feedback. There were certain specific strategies beyond that even within that that you could target and write about, and that was in that digital format. And the nice thing about the dashboard is you could actually show it um, during staff meetings and you could show kind of the way you're headed and if you need to do more in certain areas or what you're kind of pushing for and it could kind of help guide the staff and the staff could kind of see that too and the staff could use it in seeing where they're headed and then it eventually changed under different superintendents and different assist assistant superintendents of curriculum and so on which is pretty normal for a district and there's still coaching in in the district I left when I retired I'm sure that's changed. It wasn't quite as structured. And I would say I was always doing or always doing some type of coaching myself anyway, using that um, look for model within my Friday focuses. And if I was still a principal right now, I would definitely be doing coaching within the classrooms. And the people I work with now, I um, recommend that they do some type of coaching within the classrooms and within their school. And you can coach all kinds of things from working specifically with uh, coaching for HR issues and you can coach for instruction and you can coach for even specifics of um, positive behavior intervention supports and working with kids. So, I mean, there's just a lot of different things that you can actually coach. Um, I'm mainly talking about coaching instruction tonight. And the real key to this is creating dialogue and a self-reflection with that staff member and that teacher. It's important to meet with teachers and discuss the visit and uh, get them thinking more about ways they can improve more and more of that self-reflection on what they did. And as I often did in my look fors, you wanna get that dialogue going and that good discussion that you can have. And the trick of Kent course as a principal is you're so busy and they're so busy is finding time to do that actual discussion. And rather than have formal discussions, a lot of times I would do it as a walk and talk. So we'd do it on the way down the hallway, um, preferably when they don't have any students in tow, 
or I'd do it after they've dropped off students on the playground and I was doing playground duty, I would make it a quick quick kind of check back with them and hey I like the way you did this or I think and a lot of it goes down to tact too and how you actually word things and how you uh, suggest things and how you discuss things and sometimes you could do it after school and if the teachers are really excited about it you could actually print out some things and you could find some other research and say hey I liked what you did here's another way of doing that same kind of a strategy and put it in their box so you can kind of promote some of those strategies and keep those going. And one of the things we used, too, was Jim Knight's materials. Um, his book, Unmistakable Impact, A Partnership Approach for Dramatically Improving Instruction, is an excellent guide and has a lot of things. His his whole um, book is about coaching and the things you do with coaching and how you generate some of that dialogue. And there's some really good pieces he has. In fact, let me share it a little bit. I have the Unmistakable Impact sitting right here. And one of the things he said is dialogue is talking with the goal of digging deeper and exploring ideas together. Exploring ideas together. Extremely important point. And then he talks about humility. And he talks about first we need to go into conversations as learners more than as teachers. When we talk with others with the goal of learning from them rather than teaching them, our way of conversing changes. So the tact and the way that you um, structure those discussions around what could be done with the students and how the teaching is going um, has to be done correctly for it to be more effective too so that you get those relationships with the staff and you build that rapport of uh, collaboration and kind of a rapport of how are we going to move forward in this. So those are some things to keep in mind as you start coaching if you're not coaching yet. And there's some other good resources out there and uh, Jim Knight has one called Focus on Teaching Using Video for High Impact. And one of the things we did with our coaching is we would coach other administrators on how to coach teachers within the classrooms. And we used to go to different schools and do it within different schools. So you're actually practicing on site in different buildings. And the buildings were all fully aware that we were there practicing. And we'd work with the administrators and then we'd all go out and do some classroom visits. And, and then we'd compare notes on the visits that we made and then we'd even uh, bring the teacher in and sometimes talk to the teachers and share some of the things that we were seeing and try and keep it very positive with the staff and it was a great way for the teachers to see the things that are taking place in their rooms. Another resource is from Bonnie Davis and that's how to coach teachers who don't think like you using literacy strategies to coach across content areas and that's a really good book and Bonnie Davis was one of the ones we had actually come to our school. I used her for some early staff training when I was starting the Focus School, a very unique, innovative school, and we brought Bonnie Davis for our diversity piece and on working on how to teach students who don't look like you. So we did some good cultural pieces with her, but she's got a great book on coaching that has some good templates and questions you can ask and things that you're looking for. But there's a lot of good resources out there, and a lot of it is getting that dialogue going and teachers don't always know the effective practices they're doing. In fact, Kathy Kennedy always said we were bringing that unconscious to the conscious. So we're showing them some of the things that they were doing that are extremely effective that we want them to keep doing. And remember, one of the things I talked about in my doing that weekly Friday focus was the things that you are wanting to see continued, you write about. And you push those positives. And you are the cheerleader as 
the principal going into those classrooms and as the leader, and you want to see more of those good things. So you want to do it in an uplifting way. You want to really highlight some of those positives they're doing and celebrate those positives they're doing through your coaching and generate some really good discussions around that instruction and how you can improve what they're doing and how they can improve student achievement. And once you start doing that, your team meetings and your staff meetings are going to be a lot more effective. And the staff's going to be more willing to move forward and continue to work together in that fashion. So that's kind of a, just a little tip of the iceberg on some of the coaching. And there's a lot of different ways to use coaching. We'll probably go back into coaching in another episode. And at this time, though, I wanted to keep things as normal as possible and continue after we had the discussion on uh, lesson plans and the Friday focus and also the look fors. And once again, we need to thank all of the doctors and the service providers out there that are working hard to keep our community strong while we're all still in quarantine and all at home and staying safe and healthy and keep washing your hands and keep practicing social distancing. This will pass eventually. So you need to hang in there. And our quote tonight, I always like to end with a quote, is I measure my own success as a leader by how well the people who work for me succeed. And that was by Maria Shi. And keep promoting positive leadership. And remember, culture changes through successful leadership. Until next time, stay positive. You've been listening to Urban Principle. Leadership lessons brought to you by BrettAnderson Consulting.com.